At Kroger, we believe it takes the right team to bring you the freshest produce. That's why we partner with farmers who grow only the best. And that level of teamwork means better, fresher options time and time again. Working with farmers is what it takes to be fresh for everyone. Kroger, fresh for everyone. When you're a Boost member, you get free delivery, double fuel points, and lots more. Sign up at Kroger.com boost. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and uh, we're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Exxon Broadcast Network and our growing family of broadcast affiliates right around this great big world of ours, including TalkStream Live, TalkStar Radio Network, and across Europe on Radio X. If you'd like to send an email, studio at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV, and our website, www.exoneradiotv.com. Uh, just a couple of, of announcements before I bring on my guest this hour, Peter Kling. Um, new show starting mid 
December on the Exxon Broadcast Network. Paranormal Stakeout with Larry Lawson. Larry is the founder and chief investigator of Paranormal FBI, and he's a real cop. And uh, I'm, I've got to tell you something, Exxon Nation. This show is going to be exciting because not only is he bringing to the airwaves Paranormal Stakeout, but Larry Lawson and Law enforcement officers, I mean real cops, not security guards, not store detectives, but real cops are opening and starting, get ready for this, a forensic laboratory in Felsmere, Florida, that is going to be dedicated to investigating the paranormal. That's right. Plus, here's some breaking news for the Exxon Nation. You know how I've always had law enforcement used to solve cases and still to solve cases by combining all the information on a database in the United States as CNIC, or NCIC, I should say, National Criminal Index Database or Center. I forget, it's been so many years, but up here in Canada, it's CPIC, Canadian Police Information Center. Well, a bunch of cops who investigate the paranormal have started, listen to this, Paranormal Intelligence Agency. They have started a database where all paranormal events from around the world are going to be entered, shared with, now here's something really strange, shared with the members of the paranormal community. Exciting times. Exciting times in the world of the paranormal and the science parapsychology. And uh, we'll keep you abreast of what's happening, but don't forget to check out the... um, the Exxon Broadcast Network website to find out when Larry's show, Paranormal Stakeout, will be air, uh, debuting on the Exxon Broadcast Network. My guest this hour is Peter Kling, and uh, Peter began his Bible education at the age of five and never really stopped. He, uh, As he trained to become a scientist, he began to discover answers to many of his biblical questions. Letters to Earth, You Can Survive Armageddon, gives answers to the uh, live long or live long questions of where we came from, why we're here, and what our future will be. Joining me now is Peter Kling. And Peter, first of all, great having you back on. And there's been so much that has happened since you and I last chatted. And I guess one of the most insignificant events that happened was the election. And I've got to tell you something, Peter. I, all the pollsters were wrong. All the media... Uh, naysayers were wrong, and yet you nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for having me on the on the show, Rob. It's a pure pleasure. Uh, I, I've been off the grid for several months, uh, enjoying life the, the way that it was meant to be. I'll Ooh. tell you, I've never felt so free. Uh, but yes, be, before we went off there, uh, before I went off into the wilderness, yeah. uh, and I did that because of things that I have seen in the news which match up biblical prophecy, but back before the Brexit vote, Mm -hmm. uh, we talked about this, as I recall, and I had said that based on scripture, based on prophecy, uh, England would leave the European Union and Donald Trump would become the next president. And you might find that a bit strange, you know, nobody bet on those two things happening. It, every uh, all the with the Brexit, everybody uh, that was involved in that, as far as the media, called it wrong. So did all the psychics. <laughs> Gee, what a shame! Yeah, you know that doesn't that shock you? And the that of course the psychics also called 
the election wrong because all the psychics were saying, oh, it's going to be Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton. And I, I said from day one, no, nah, Trump, because he is saying what the people have been thinking and he's giving back, he's taking back the power. And I love what he says about draining the swamp. You and I have to take our first break. Please stand by. Peter, always great having you with us. Exonation Peter Kling is my special guest this hour. And Peter and I will be back on the other side of this short break. Don't go away. This is Johanna Carroll, host of Dialogue with Divinity on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. While walking along Kanapali Beach in Maui this past year, I kept discovering all these shells and coral in the shape of hearts. My Dialogue with Divinity was very simple. Do you want me to do a retreat to heal people's hearts in Maui next year? And of course, the answer was yes. As a master spiritual teacher, I am offering you a neat retreat called Rise, May 8th through the 12th, 2017, and the chance of a lifetime to rest at a five-star resort for five days and experience a spiritual renewal of your heart and soul. Kanapali is one of the top five beaches in the world. This stunning resort has undergone a $40 million renovation. I walked the entire property, checked out the room choices on your behalf, and I must say, it is stunning. Our conference room faces the ocean with sliding glass doors. Maui is known as Mother Maui because it is a soft, gentle, healing energy. In the embrace of Mother Maui, you will feel yourself rising from the limitations of an ordinary life to an extraordinary journey of peace, bliss, and harmony a greater sense of clarity. Our RISE retreat ignites renewal in the sacred elements of air, water, earth, fire, and wind. There's plenty of free time to enjoy all that Maui has to offer. A small deposit is required now to reserve your space as this retreat, it will sell out. For more details, please go to johannacarroll.com and register today. Aloha, and I'll see you in mystical Maui. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. 
If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today, Know the Name, Know the Person, or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Explanation. Peter Kling is my special guest this hour. And, um, all right, Peter, let's take a look at the election. President uh, elect Trump is now uh, getting ready to be sworn in as the President of the United States. And already, let me see uh, some of the accomplishments he's done as uh, he's kind of uh, stilled the waters with the carrier air conditioning people. Apparently, they're going to be maintaining jobs in the United States. Uh, he's contacted he's contacted uh, the the president of the Philippines and invited him into the United States, breaking every diplomatic protocol going. And then he found out that China wasn't really happy with him and his words were, screw them. You want to hear something funny about the president of the Philippines? And I only just found this out not too long ago. Uh, My brother's wife is the niece of the president of the philippines wow <laughs> so it, it, it's an interesting i got have, have a little bit of a, an inside scoop there but uh two things that the president of the philippines said uh he, he called obama son of a whore and he said the same thing about the pope and they're all Catholic over there, at least in, the, in that part of the Philippines. Can you imagine that? Now, why would the president of the Philippines say those things? Well, as, as you and I were talking before we went to air tonight, Peter, this is the first time in, what, 37, 38 years that the Vatican doesn't have their hands in Washington? 30, 36 years. Yeah, it, it's interesting. Ronald Wilson Reagan whose name, and when you add up the letters in his name, it's 666, was the first president who was a Knight of Malta. And a Knight of Malta, you have to go back to medieval times, Mm -hmm. the Knight served the king. Well, in this case, the Knight of Malta serves the Pope and is a citizen of the Vatican. So uh, Reagan was, was a Knight of Malta. Bush Sr. was a Knight of Malta. Bill Clinton was a Knight of Malta. George Jr. was a Knight of Malta. They had Jeb Bush running, who was a Knight of Malta. But on the other side of the the uh, grandstand here on the Democratic side, they had Hillary, who was the wife of a Knight of Malta. Mm. So now Obama is not a Knight of Malta. However, he does have a letter of endorsement from the Knights of Malta, which is interesting. And Obama ain't what Obama seems. The man, when all the news comes out about his presidency, America's going to go into a state of shock. <laughs> but anyway, uh, America's never been so duped in their lives, or Americans have never been so duped in their lives as they have with this president. I'm surprised that uh, he hasn't brought on an Armageddon, but in a way he has set it up. What I what I have said many a times was the uh, the the uh, the election of President Obama was a failure in and uh, how how did I say that I used to be so diplomatic and since he's not going to be there anymore I kind of forgot it was was an experiment that went wrong. Well, 
You know, I, I honestly believe when he campaigned back in 2007, 2008, you know, he wanted to do a lot of good things. Yeah. But wait a minute. He got sucked right up into something. And you, you can't exactly understand what it was looking at from the outside in. But all of a sudden, everything that he campaigned on, nothing made a difference. And then he just went on, you know, the first thing, major thing he did was uh, bail out the banks. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it just gets worse from there as far as the Middle East policy. And and, and now we've got an Islamic situation. And this is not a prejudiced statement or uh, somebody who's got Islamophobia or somebody who has, is anti-Middle Eastern because I love people all around the world. But the situation is religious. It's a religious purist situation which has been funded to unsettle the world. And so you've got two things which are two major problems. First, you got a, a major drug problem that's gone on. Thank you, CIA in Afghanistan. And that's why the party doesn't want to have anything to do with the Pope or Obama because he's got death squads that are going out. Anybody, he's, he's, getting, he's eliminating the drug problem in the Philippines. In, in a very efficient and effective way, not yeah. costing the, the Philippine people a lot of money. Yeah, and, and and absolutely no trials. My 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 brother said he's feeding them to the sharks. Sharks he, have to eat too. Dropping them in the ocean, feeding them, feeding them to the sharks. The the drug dealers, yeah. not not users, not people who are addicted. The people who are addicted, they're trying to help out. Yeah. You know, it's not like they're just leaving them stranded, cutting off their supply. But it's a, it's a twofold thing. And Obama went there to straighten them out, so to speak. He was going to school them on how to go through the process of dealing with drug dealers. Well. Why? Because of the infrastructure on this, the whole uh, opium problem within the world. Pennsylvania is, is, where is the state that I moved off the grid from, happened to be back now again, uh, but it's the third worst state in the United States for, drug, for opium drug addiction. Wow. Yeah, it's incredible. And so how do we get to this point uh, where the United States was going to elect this businessman who was an outsider or Hillary, who was a criminal? And, and, and not my words. These are words of Judge uh, Joseph Napolitano, who's a federal judge. After reading what he has in, in, of her emails, uh, he doesn't have anything good to say. The woman's an outright criminal. But, you know, I, I understand that, that President-elect Trump does not have any intentions of going after Hillary uh, once he's elected. Well, he doesn't have to because the, you have the Justice Department that'll do that, and the Clinton Foundation is already being investigated. Uh, the FBI has got an ongoing investigation. The problem that, you know, he, let, let's take a look at this. Mm -hmm. Who is powerful enough to manipulate this situation and, you know, back on uh, the 9-11 event that she was at, where she all of a sudden she fe yep. felt faint and had – she was arrested. Go look at the videotapes from that day. She was arrested. They put her in the van. She had her hands behind her back and she was in cuffs. Wow. Yeah, go look at the videotape. Now, how the how she bailed out of that one? By the time she got to her daughter's house, you, who who made the phone calls? Who put up the bail money? Who put up the hush money? Who buried this? Who's got that much power? 
Well, let's see. The Clinton Foundation, uh, Soros, um, and I can think of a few others. Uh, let's say the Vatican. Mm. They own they own over forty percent of the landmass of, of the world. The, the Queen of England owns twenty two percent, I believe it is twenty two to twenty four, depending on what nation is in yeah. an uprising. But uh, look at the power between. Uh, those two entities, the Queen of, and here's here's an interesting thing: the Queen of England is a Dame of Malta, the female equivalent of a Knight of Malta. So she too is subject to the Pope and the Vatican. Interesting, huh? It, yeah. All all roads still lead to Rome, except now. Trump is not only not a Knight of Malta or a subject of the Vatican, but he may be the second president in American history who is not a cousin to all the other presidents and a descendant of King John I and Charlemagne. If this is the case, and I'm not doubting you once whatsoever, Peter, does this not put the life of President-elect Trump in grave danger? Uh, you think you, I would say more so than most. However, again, let's look at the power struggle that's going on here. Uh, it, the people of the United States has spoken, and the United States, the reason why I go back to prophecy, and, and I, I, I'm going to predicate this. When people hear the Bible, they say, oh, no, the Bible is a Bible thumper. Whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute. I'm going to point out one thing. Genesis 2 21 through 23, the creation of Eve, where uh, a rib is removed from Adam and right. a woman is built, that is a record of genetic engineering. I agree. Guess what? Now the whole flavor of the Bible changes, and we're dealing with aliens. Paranormal. We're dealing with what that you would call, quote, fallen angels, yeah. archons, demonic forces, things of that nature. That We can talk about that in another show. But it... it it's interesting the numbers that are given in revelation and and the number of gods that are worshipped by the hindus are almost identical the hindus say that there are 330 million gods and demigods and that's just about the number that's given in revelation of the armies of heaven who are involved in this inter cosmos war and it brings it back to now what controlling factors, because this is being controlled by off-planet entities, or what we would consider off-planet entities. Uh, some of them are on-planet entities, if you ever get into Homo Capensis. Uh, they, the, the elongated head humans that have been, you know, back to Akhenaten yeah. and have been supposedly controlling the planet for the past 6,000 years. Well, doesn't the elongated head have something to do with the the the, the 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 hat that the pope wears no actually the 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 pope's mitre comes from uh the phoenician uh god dagon he was a fish god oh. and so that mitre is actually a symbol of the fish's head on top of the pope's head it's interesting that the canaanite uh and the phoenician area uh which israel was supposed to wipe out the canaanites mm -hmm. and they didn't the Canaanites is where we where we get our admiralty law from, the law of the sea, which governs the earth. That's where all, all the courts in the United States, you walk into any court in the United States, and what you're going to do is see an American flag with a gold fringe. That's a naval flag. We are under admiralty law. We are vessels uh, traded on the stock market 
but here our, our bodies are. Uh, but here's the interesting thing. At the soul level, we're captain of our own ship, so to speak. And that's important as to who we are. Uh, we are more powerful than uh, people have any clue about. The, the problem is we spend most of our power sleeping. <laughs> but it, we deviate in a 10-dimensional multiverse. And so when we break all this down scientifically, mm -hmm. we're dealing with entities that we have very little knowledge about that are energy-based. And we give them that they've they used to be the gods of yesteryear. They're now the aliens of today. And, you know, there's a whole nother row of show that you can yeah. go down just in that. Why don't they make themselves known, Peter? Why don't they just make themselves known and, and set things straight? It, it's not time yet. It's not time yet. They, they're trying. This gets complicated because they think that they can win this war, this cosmic war. And how they plan on winning it is getting rid of anybody that's got any sort of religion. So if you go to the protocol of the learned elders of Zion, they, they say that they will destroy God, starting with Christendom. And that harmonizes with what is written in Revelation, the 17th and 18th chapter. Revelation 17, there's an eighth king that comes on the scene. Mm -hmm. And the sole purpose of this eighth king, who only reigns for a an hour as it's written there, or a short amount of time, the sole purpose of this eighth king is to destroy religion. How do you destroy religion? Yeah, start by taxing it. So basically what you were saying and what you are saying is that everything that we've been talking about so far can be found in the Bible. Yeah, oddly enough. Once you scrape religion off the Bible... <laughs> <laughs> once you start to change, once you change the paradigm of what is written in the scripture, right. uh, all of a sudden it takes on a completely different flavor. And we're not dealing with these mysterious gods. All right, Peter, we're we've got to take other we, entities. We've got to take our break. We'll be right back. Exonation. Peter Kling is my guest, and we'll both be back on the other side of the short break. Don't go away. While science pursues fact, magic accesses the quantum level, bridging random facts to form truth. As long as science and magic remain separate and polarized, the truth cannot be known. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Join me on the Science of Magic radio program, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. During each episode, I'll be speaking with experienced and respected scientists and mystics. From astrologers to astronomers, from medical doctors to shaman, the scientific method to dowsing and intuition, we'll weave together information from seemingly divergent practices to promote unity and enlightenment. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, and the Science of Magic right here on the Mutual Broadcast Network. For more information, visit www.thescienceofmagic.net. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. 
He is also an expert on crisis intervention, specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration, and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at... Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. Afterlife expert Roberta Grimes was the first one to say that dying can be fun. Now her best-selling book, The Fun of Dying, is available in stores worldwide. So if you wonder whether death ends life, how it feels to die, or what heaven might be like, The Fun of Dying was written for you. And if you have always been afraid of death, or if you worry that your life has no meaning, let The Fun of Dying ease your fears and bring new meaning to your life. Nothing said in The Fun of Dying is based on the teachings of any religion. Instead, Roberta draws on evidence to explain how death happens, how it feels, and what comes next. A lot of the best death-related evidence was produced in the first half of the 20th century. When it is put together with recent discoveries, it tells a consistent and amazing story. Roberta Grimes blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Her wonderful book, The Fun of Dying... Peter Kling is our guest. www.peterkling.com is the website. And Peter, before we went to the break, you were we were talking about everything you and I've been talking about so far can be found in the Bible. And you said once you scrape the religion off, well, how do we explain to people if you scrape the religion out of the Bible, there's still substance, there's still meat and potatoes in it? Because I would imagine that the majority of of Christians and other people who read the Bible, read it and believe that it is based on the Word of God and that it is a religious book. Um, yes and no. It is based on the Word of God, but you have to figure out who God is first or True. what God is. True. And when you, you know, when you look at what the Scriptures say in Revelation, it says that, Nothing existed before me, and nothing would exist exist after me. We know one of the first laws of physics is that you cannot create or destroy matter. Right. And now with CERN, about two years ago, they found the God particle, which is what makes string vibrate when you get into string theory. So it's all connected. But you know, if nothing existed before God, as we call it. And you cannot destroy energy. Then what had there, you know, what was there? Well, the only thing that could have existed is pure dynamic energy in its most pure form or state. And we know that this energy had to be conscious. 
because we're conscious. It had to. It had to be. It had to be a conscious energy, and so then you got to figure. Okay, well, what changed this conscious conscious energy into everything that we know and most of the stuff we don't know? Mm-hmm. And there's only one explanation: the concept of love. The consciousness thought up of the concept of love. The more you get, the better you feel. The more you give, the better you feel. And you can love on an esoteric level or you can love on a romantic level. You can love your car. You can love your dog. You can love your kids. You can love your family. You can love your significant other like nobody else can. That's true. Uh, it, you know, and it just creates so much pleasure. Now, here's the wild thing about, about love. It keeps us in the uh, state of alpha. In other words, our brains are cycling between 12 and 8 cycles per second. We like to be in alpha. Alpha is where we daydream. It's where we plan our futures. It's where we solve our problems. When you go above alpha, that puts us into beta. That's where the fight and flight response is. That's where we feel fear is in beta. And when you go back to the scriptures... When Eve was created, it says, hey, they were naked and they were good. Uh, and then you find out, well, they eat this fruit. Something happens. And God mm-hmm. says, don't eat from, don't eat the fruit. It's going to kill you. Well, what if there was a virus that turned around and broke the DNA code? More than likely there was. But what had happened was all of a sudden they realized they were naked. And now they're in beta because when they hear the voice of God mm-hmm. – they run and they hide. They, they hide. They flee. It's the flight response. They didn't have that before. So they, we could essentially say the whole world is being beta tested and we've been given free will in the beta state of mind where we can fight or flight or run. And so you look at wars and people running from wars. It refuge, the, the refugee problem in the world is horrific. Yeah. And yeah. along with that refugee problem, you also have active jihadists. And so Europe has set itself up for World War Three, a religious war. As a matter, I, I saw, I saw a video today from Germany uh, of uh, the knights, the uh, uh, crusading knights marching in the streets of Germany. It was like, oh, geez, here, here it comes. You got to be kidding! In in full knight uniform, just like a, a, a troop of crusaders coming through with with trumpets and, and drums. Wow. Well, you yeah. know the. the, the you know this, Peter, better than a lot of people listening on the show, and I don't mean to be, uh, I, you know, I didn't mean to uh, offend anyone, but a lot of people do not realize that the fight between the the Islamics and the Christians has been going on for thousands of years. Yeah, and you know, you, you have to wonder what's going on here. Uh, I explain it in Letters to Earth. We actually, I changed publishers, so we have a slight name change. Letters to Earth, the future is yours. Oh, I like that. Yeah, because it really does end on a proper note. You know, everybody's, everybody gets to Armageddon and they say, oh, no, it's the end of the world. No, it's the end of this paradigm that we're living, this paradigm which is based on greed and wrong is right. C- c- come on. You yeah. look at what's coming out of Hollywood Fifty years ago, that would have had the censors rolling over, it, 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 flipping out, Big time. trying to figure out what the hell they're trying to actually say here. Look at the concerts that people go to, and this started back in the in the eighties and nineties. Kids not even knowing why they're holding up their devil horn signs in unison that they're actually making a support of a supreme or a, a an entity. Uh, an alien entity that's leading a rebellion. So, Peter, I, I'm one of my one of my most 
ardent beliefs is that the Bible was written at a time by those who had a very limited knowledge of what they were seeing, what they were experiencing, what they were living, how they were living, and why things were happening. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, that's one of the statements that I make in in Letters to Earth is that there's two problems with the Bible. Uh, it's, number one, a need-to-know book. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, it lacks technical whereabouts. It, it, there's no technical term. So, you know, you get to things and it talks about, I'll give you a good example, uh, in the book of Enoch, which is actually not part of the biblical canon, but both Peter and Jude quoted from it. Uh, Enoch ter- talks about these entities that could turn from the form of fire to the form of man mm-hmm. and back to the form of fire at will. Well, what's fire? Is that beam me up, Scotty, or, or are they are these now energy orb or energy entities that you know they didn't have another term for it? Well, that would also explain. Yeah, that would also explain the burning bush. That would also explain the the method in which Moses was handed the the Ten Commandments. Once again, yeah. people not understanding the science behind the action. I often wondered, Peter, what would happen if the events of the Bible happened t- 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 today with our knowledge of science, quantum physics, astronomy, and all the other sciences that we have learned over the years, how different the Bible would be, or would it even be written, because we would have all the answers. Well, it, it would have been written, but here's here's the wild thing, Bob. And this, go, this goes back to what I said earlier, and uh, about Genesis uh verses 21 through 23 being a record of genetic engineering they didn't discover dna until the year that i was born 1950 and the year that i was conceived sorry 1955 and it's been since then that our science has grown in essentially leaps and bounds we didn't have string theory you need string theory to understand all this because the string theory it says we have at least 10 dimensions oh really uh, seven spatial planes, God's special number, and ten earthly completeness. And the odd thing is, we are not dimensions one, two, and three. We are dimensions eight, nine, and ten. All the other dimensions are smaller and fit inside of us. Wow. So, And it would make sense if you want, once we get to fractal science, which used to be only a technology, but now it works so well, it's a science. Uh, once you get to fractal science and understand that, you have to say, well, look, if there's life in this dim- in these three physical dimensions, there must be life in those other seven dimensions that started before us. It only it would only be logical. And, and you know, here you don't have academia. Academia doesn't help the problem because academia supports evolution. Evolution doesn't prove anything. Whoa, genetic engineering does, though considering that the human genome contains all the information needed to recreate all life on Earth right back to the cyanobacteria. Isn't that amazing? They just added more information into our DNA until they came up with us. Wild, huh? It, it, it truly is. But yeah, it, so, so when you look at the Bible from that context, we're basically... We're being beta tested by a rebellious group of angels, more than likely our genetic engineers, because they think they have a dog in this fight. For who knows how many hundred million years, they, they've cultivated life on this rock and every other rock within the within the galaxy, or at least within the, within the universe, that could sustain this type of life, knowing that the next step would be humans leaving Earth and starting to populate other planets, and that indeed is our future. 
but we're not going to need spaceships to do it. So if, if we are wasting all this time and energy on space travel, on trying to figure out what is happening in this world today, once again, Peter, my question is, why do these elders who, have keep, who apparently keep their eyes on us, who are part of our past and our present, why don't they just make it easier for us? You, you said before the time isn't right. Why isn't it? Well, it's it's be, you know when a cell divides, yeah. All of a sudden, all the chromosomes line up and, mm-hmm. and it gets ready. So you know that it's going to divide before it actually starts its division, and that's pretty much almost where we are. You notice how divided the people are after this election. I mean, you got these kids who, who I say kids, but college students who are all up in arms because a criminal didn't win the, the, the presidency. I, I think, I'm, well, my own take on this, Peter, is that most of the college kids in this world are nuts. They're stupid. <laughs> they, yeah, but they're the next generation. They look, well, you know what? We're in a pathetic state if that is the truth because they look for for, you know, anything to get to get noticed, to be heard. And what they, what, when they're given the opportunity to be heard, what comes out of their mouth is sheer stupidity. Yeah. And, like, and, just and like they, these, these bimbos from Black Lives Matter. For God's sake, they're terrorists. All lives Plain matter. Plain and simple, exactly. Yeah, and Black Lives Matter is, is, yeah. is funded by Soros. Soros is a globalist who's carrying out globalist agendas, and, and Hillary was his go-to girl. Exactly. exactly. And guess what? That didn't happen. And the strange part is here we go, go back to the power struggle because this is a power struggle that started back during the before the Crusades between it, it, with the Knights Templar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got two different factions. When you do the research and who were the Knights Templar, how did they know there was something buried under the temple? They would have had to have knowledge of that. The only people that would have had knowledge of that were the Zionists that came out of that that uh, General Titus took as captives back to Rome. It had to be their descendants. But, no one else or, would not. Or did they not have anything? Or was this just a myth to give them that mystique that a lot of the ancient cultures, especially the organizations, secret organizations like the Knights Templar, thrived on? Well, you know, here's the one thing, though, uh, Rob, is, is that it took 300 years for the Knights Templar to rival the Holy Roman Empire or the Catholic Church in Europe, and they rebuilt, they took in that time span, they transformed Europe, they actually created the middle class, Mm -hmm. and they became rich doing it. Uh, They were above the law, they were absolved from all crimes. Gee, just like the Knights of Malta or all the other Knights, absolved from crimes, is that why Bill Clinton and Hillary and George Jr. and George Sr. don't go to jail? They're absolved from crimes? Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, you see these same rules still apply to these people. But the Knights Templar seem to be made up of the Zionists and the Jesuits. And they control the banking system today. Hey, listen, Peter, we've got to take our final break. Please stand by. Exonation, Peter Kling is our special guest. Always great having you on the show, Peter. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us. I appreciate it, my friend. If you'd like to get more information about Peter, www.peterkling.com. That's www.peterkling.com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. Hey, for great paranormal, new age, out-of-the-box programming, 
724-365, visit www.xzbn.net. I promise you, you will not be sorry. We'll be back. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free.
What Happened in Benghazi is revealed by Nicholas Genix, author of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. He informs the American people that President Obama deceived them by advocating a strong foreign policy prior to the 2012 presidential election, and Hillary Clinton supported this deception. As the title infers, there is a connection between Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. Ample evidence informs Americans that Obama's early indoctrination in the Quran developed an infinity for Islam, why the Quran is the source of discontent in many countries, and why the Obama foreign policy deception led to poor military action and caused the loss of American lives in Benghazi. Genix provides 36 questions for the Select Committee on Benghazi to validate if Americans are justified to mistrust President Obama and Hillary Clinton. An overview of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi is presented on the website www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. You're listening to the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Welcome back, everyone. Peter Kling is my guest, www.peterkling.com. And Peter, you and I were discussing the Arthur C. Clarke movies, uh, 2001 Space Odyssey, and then 2010. Yeah. Uh, wild uh you know here's the thing and most people you know when you read when they read the scriptures mm-hmm. they they don't understand what they're reading well first of all they're told oh well the bible's this the bible's that whatever the case is once you come to the conclusion that the bible is actually a scientific book and, and it's there's a lot of alien involvement gee imagine that uh who are the genetic engineers uh where are we going here because you brought up a, a good point in our little conversation God said, let us make man in our image. Well, That's right. is God physical? No. You see, the body, the vessel, is mandated on what – it fits earth. In other mm-hmm. words, we are perfect for our physical body functions very well. We're able to change the planet. That's not something any other animal could do. It's right. nothing any of our predecessors could have done. Uh, but uh, here – that's the physicalness. Where does the, you know, in God's image come from? And now we know, we can actually almost prove this scientifically, it's at the soul level. Mm-hmm. It's the consciousness and life force. And at, at 7 hertz, the right hemisphere opens up. Actually, the hippocampus engages. The, the right hemisphere opens up. And we have essentially a collective mind. We can know each other's thoughts. Uh, however, most of us are sleeping when that happens, so <laughs> it's it, it's an unconscious thing or a subconscious thing. But our consciousness, you know, prayer and meditation are linked up again. When you pray, you go into alpha. When you, if you go into deep prayer or meditation, you go into theta and then delta. And in theta, the consciousness is not ruled by the the laws of the third dimension. You can go anywhere that you want in the universe, forward or backward in time. It doesn't make any difference. You just have to know what you're looking for or you're going to run into some entities that you may not like. Because if you're just sitting there just humming away like a dial tone, sooner or later you are going to pick up on some uh, unpleasant entities because they are intelligent and they can steal your consciousness. It happened to me when I was 18. So that that's where this all kind of started with, with alien intervention. So I understand this quite well. They wanted me dead, so I would never get to this point of, of understanding because they could see into the future. You know, you get 
things like Project Looking Glass, where, where the military was trying to see into the future or into the past to, to do to control different events. Well, yeah, where do you think they got the technology from? So they can see into the future, and if they can stop something from happening, then they can prevent an event. But there's certain things that they can't stop. Hence, I should have been dead 16 times, was once, and got sent back. Being that close to to death and seeing the things that I've seen gives me a little bit of inside information uh, on these other entities because more than uh, several times, mm-hmm. uh, my life was literally spared by a guardian angel. Uh, in one or two cases, it also involved my children. I know one definitely when a blue warp stopped a deer from coming through the windshield of our car while we were traveling at over 60 miles an hour. It thought it could jump the road. That whole thing is it started a whole bunch of, of uh, that's another show in itself. But we are living at a time when we're starting to put the sciences together and we're uncovering all this secret organization and all these alien life forms that, that are influencing high ranking or, or the elite group of people ruling this earth and we're, we're starting to be able to assemble a picture of what we're dealing with and it's not good then you get into things like Nabooru or planet x and we can see we're headed for this paradigm change which also matches up with biblical prophecy and this is something that the earth is going to have to deal with because those people who can shift and move into a state of alpha where love exists they will continue on those people who are turning around and protesting now over a presidential debate aren't going to be are going to become totally zombified by the time this is all over, and they won't exist anymore. They'll snuff each other out, or they'll just mm-hmm. die of stupidity. Uh, so we're going into this paradigm change, but after the paradigm change, when you continue to read what happens within the prophecies, we go back to Arthur C. Clarke with his. Uh, uh, the, the star child right. and right. we have when you look at the scriptures there are 144,000 star children essentially taken from earth who oversee our future progression now the beta test will be over we will return to alpha and according to the prophecies not only do we re- stay in an alpha state in that loving state toward each other we won't have any need for fighting or fl- or flight where we've gone through the most horrific thing we all of us have ever gone through and then we will start to get our dna repaired back to a state of perfection when that happens we get our powers back and we take the next step let me ask you something peter we're talking about prophecies Uh, In the Bible, the Christian Bible, are there other religious philosophy books that also echo what are in the Bible, the same events that we're talking about tonight? Yeah, if you go back to the Hopi Indians, uh, they've got their Blue and Red Kachina prophecy, Mm -hmm. which may line up with the events of Revelation 6, 12 through 15. But uh, but I I mean, any of the recognized, I, I didn't mean to take anything away from the Hopi Indians. There's also the Coburn Bible, which talks a lot about these same things happening. And I believe also the Chinese I Ching, Mm -hmm. uh, they they talk about this time period that we're going through with the Mayans as well. So would it be Uh, safe to say that if there's a religious philosophy in the world that has a religious book that is equal to our Bible, to the believers of that philosophy, that if 
The events and the prophecies that you and I are talking about tonight are not in those books, then how do we explain those religions without saying, you know what, your religion is a bunch of bunk. We're the chosen people. Well, here's the thing. All those, all religion on earth, and it's not religion. It's understanding, and it's a spiritual thing. Okay. It's not like that. there's over 42,000 different flavors of Christianity. Wait a minute. This is all what one man said, divided everybody mm-hmm. up into 42,000 different sects? That that's that's division. That's not unity. The unity comes in in spirituality. You've never heard me endorse any religion ever. Nobody ever. Not has. once. It's a matter of spirituality, and mm-hmm. it's set in love. And you can't prove anything with religious doctrine, but with science, we can understand and comprehend what's actually going on. So, is this the time when religion will no longer be needed? Yeah. So what would end religion faster than anything else? Aliens showing up and say, oh, you got it all wrong? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like you can we can almost laugh at this. It's predictable. Right. You don't but need it, the scriptures at this point. But if the aliens did show up, it would be a total chaotic world that would ensue. Ah. Now, if you listen to all the people that you've interviewed here over the past, let's say, five to seven years. Try 25 years. Okay, well, (laughs) 25 years of doing this, then there's a good chance that there are alien bases on the moon, on Mars, and on Earth. Right. Yeah. So what happens when they all show up for the party? But without any proof of their existence, how can, how, wait a sec, wait a sec. How can people listening to us tonight who haven't had the experience that you and I have both had over the years, they may be sitting at home saying, these guys are whacked. Yeah, probably. But now, here's an interesting question, and this has happened. I've only met one person that that is that this has never happened to. And it goes back to something very simple. I knew that was going to happen. Have you ever said that? Yes. How many times? Many. Endless. How did you know? How did you see into the future mm. and know that that event was going to happen? You had a feeling. Yeah, that gut feeling. Premonition. Yeah. yeah. And, and so what we do is, oh, no, that's all in your mind. Well, of course it's in your mind. Where else is it going to be? Yeah. You know, it's just your imagination. Of course it's your imagination. We use our imagination to create our futures. And our brain is nothing but an antenna. And so we pick these things up at different levels, whether it's an alpha, theta, or delta. Delta, you can have an out-of-body experience, go any place you want, in in space, throughout the galaxy, or wherever you want to go. It's fantastic. It takes a lot of work and a lot of, a lot of effort to get to that point, though. So here's the thing. It's training our consciousness and bringing it, bringing it in harmony mm-hmm. with the creative force of the universe. And people all of a sudden are going to get upset. That creative force's name is Yahuwah, Yahweh, or Jehovah. It means he who causes to become. Uh, do the research on it. That's all I could say. A lot of people say, oh, he's a bloodthirsty God. He ordered, you know, the nations were supposed to die. Yeah, the Canaanite nation was supposed to be wiped out under his command of of the Israelites. And because the Israelites didn't follow out the command, we have admiralty admiralty law today and child sacrifices still going on. Two of the most famous things of the Canaanites. So why wasn't there intervention at that point? Well, you see, we look at things on a on Earth Day level. When you go back and you start doing the, the research, you find yeah. out that 
one of God's days is equal to a thousand years. So this whole event in cosmic time has been going on for six days. Not too bad. It's almost over. You know, we just calculate everything at Earth days and, and we live in an I want it now society. Yeah. And th the thing is, the prophecies are lining up now so we can expect this to happen. You know, you talk to anybody mm -hmm. that, that knows anything about world conditions and they're saying they all say the same thing. Get ready for change. We're going to have financial change. We're going to have social change. We're going to have a lot of different change. And it's not going to just be brought on by a president. Hey, Peter, but, I hate to do this, buddy, but I've got to change my guess, too. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Look forward to the next time we meet back here in the X-Zone. Until then, Peter, to you and your family, the very best of the Christmas season. And love, peace, and joy to you and yours. Love and blessings, Bob. Take All care, right. buddy. Take care. Nation, Peter Kling has been my guest. www.peterkling.com. Dot com, and I'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. <laughs>